This is the Holistic Heart Podcast, the place for all things therapy and mental health. We know navigating the human experience can be as challenging as it is beautiful. So we wanted to create a space where we can dive deep into self-exploration, normalize the struggle, and hold space for hard topics and conversations. We are so excited to have you join us on this journey. Welcome to the Holistic Heart Podcast. I'm Sammy. I'm Kristen. (laughs) And today we are here to talk about how to make the most of your therapy sessions. Mm -hmm. I think this is a very broad topic. There are lots of different elements to this. So I think it's probably something that we could make many episodes on. Agreed. And possibly we'll make follow-up episodes on if there is more that that we could cover for sure. Absolutely. And as always, as we're going through and creating these episodes and sharing this content with you, if you have any suggestions or perhaps we touch on a topic that you'd like to learn more about, please share that with us. We'd love to hear your feedback and continue to really um, create supports that are meeting your needs. So let us know. But today we will start by um, things that we hear a lot about the specific topic of um, how to make the most of sessions and where to go with that. Yeah, this is definitely a place, and I apologize if you can hear that thumping in the background. That's just Benson. He wants to be involved. (laughs) Um, But yeah, when Sammy and I were talking about what should we start with, the reason why we chose this topic is because so many of these themes that we're going to talk about today come up really consistently, uh, both in you know our actual therapy sessions and also when I'm talking to each of the providers mm-hmm. about um, you know how they're troubleshooting sessions. And so I think these particular themes will help us you know just sort of deepen into what are those things that come up for both clients and therapists in sessions, and how do we navigate them and. Uh, there are some pretty common things that I think, you know, just touching on today um, will give us a little bit more uh, ways to, like, different ways to navigate those things when they come up. Definitely. And I think it's really important to note that as Kristen and I were kind of just talking about this topic and um, brainstorming what it was that we really wanted to touch on today, we both shared so many of the same similar experiences in terms of hearing these themes. Mm -hmm. So knowing that you're not alone in these experiences and if the different things that we're um, touching on, maybe they resonate with you, maybe they don't, but I think it's just this journey of being a human can feel really isolating and lonely sometimes. And I think as much as therapy can be so helpful when you're just starting out, or maybe it's something that you've been in for a long time and you hit those experiences where maybe you don't know where to start or what to talk about, that can feel really isolating too. Like, you know, is, am I the only one feeling this way? And we share this in really, um, creating a space where you it's accessible and also you're not feeling alone to know that this is a normal part of the human experience Mm -hmm. and sharing sharing tips and just advice around how to kind of navigate these things 
Yeah, absolutely. It's a normal part of the human experience. It's a norm and normalizing that it's part of the therapeutic experience. Yeah. I think a lot of times um, we can have these sort of feelings on our own. And it makes me think of like Brene Brown stuff where it's like, mm -hmm. you know, when you keep it to yourself, it, that's where like shame breeds and questions and insecurities, right? Like, and so just bringing it out in the open and naming that sometimes these things happen in our therapy sessions or in our journey through therapy, um, and normalizing that they happen and then just like how to be with them and how to navigate them um, so that it doesn't feel, I think, you know, the human tendency, and I might be totally generalizing here, my tendency and possibly your tendency is to feel like if something's not working, that it's something that I'm doing, right. that I could be doing something differently or better, or um, I just don't understand it, or I'm just not good at it or whatever it is. And then think, um, you know, like maybe I should just give it up or maybe I should uh, just like drop out of this or try something different uh, when really there are things that come up for most people in therapy. And Absolutely. so that's what we're going to talk about today. Well, and I know for me, even just when, regardless of what it's about, when you're maybe struggling or you're, you're feeling challenged in some way and you don't really even know how to articulate what that is, and then you hear someone talk about it or you read it, it's like that, oh my gosh, yes, finally, that's that experience. Yeah. And that is something that we, um, I think as therapists, we recognize how important representation of experience can be. Mm -hmm. And um, so a lot of the things that we're sharing today I, are examples of that. And um, knowing that it is okay to navigate and like the first step towards working through these challenges is being able to identify and communicate through those. Absolutely. That's such an important point, Sammy, is like just knowing that something is a thing, having a name for it, hearing someone else name it or, mm -hmm. or describe it gives you the words sometimes to address something. Um, so yeah, let's, you want to just dive yeah. into some of our stuff? Absolutely. Cool. So something that I hear super often is that I have so much coming up or I have so many things that I want to talk about today. And I don't know where to start. Mm -hmm. So a client, you know, enters a session and I can resonate with that. Yeah. You have so many things going on. Mm -hmm. And then either you don't know where to start or perhaps you start the session. And although before you you think about the session, you're like, yes, I can't wait to talk about these things. And it begins and your mind goes blank. Mm -hmm. Totally what were those has things happened. that I wanted to explore? It's really hard. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So some things that I, um, I recommend and I really start to focus on for clients would um, be when you're thinking about things throughout the week, if this is something that you resonate with specifically, how I have so many things that are coming up for me, I can't wait to talk to my therapist about this. And then you're starting your session and you're not being able to remember things mm -hmm. is as they come up, create maybe a list for yourself. Perhaps you have a journal. You could write those things down in a journal. Um, I know a lot of people find it really helpful to use like the notes app on your phone to just jot down little things, even if it's just like, you know, a reminder to yourself, if it's one word or if it's a theme or pattern. Um, and that can be something that's helpful in whether you even bring the list to your session or not, being able to write things down, sort of the concept of when you're in class and you're writing notes, it's easy yeah. to remember things when you're um, viscerally, you know, taking note of that. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're embodying it in some way through the writing. And so even if you don't have the list with you, when you go to session, it sort of uh, solidified those experiences to write them down. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then another thing I think is that perhaps you're just 
there are so many things to talk about. You don't know where to start. Mm -hmm. So perhaps in this example, you, you are remembering the things, but they feel like they're too much or not enough, or they're just all over the place. And it can feel really intimidating in those moments to really understand where to begin. And maybe um, in these examples, you're feeling like you don't want to overwhelm your therapist or you don't want to overwhelm yourself in this. Which we just want to like right away say you will not, you cannot. Yes. <laughs> That's, you do not have to take care of your therapist. So super important. I know that uh, I've, you know, as a client, absolutely had that experience of feeling like, oh, I, I should be, you know, I don't know, I like monitoring what I'm saying. I don't want to be too much for this other person, but y'all, we sign up for that. Like, that's what we are here for. Yes. Like, we want to hear all of it. Um, so, you know, to the best of your ability, quieting that, that critical voice that might be worried about how you're presenting. Uh, therapy is a safe space. It should be a safe space for you to show up exactly as you are, messy and all of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And to honor too, for yourself, if, if you're feeling overwhelmed in that and not knowing where to begin, sometimes I think what can be helpful is maybe identifying specific themes or patterns that are going on mm -hmm. in your life and your experience, maybe that you are identifying that you're talking about with your therapist and, and, to note here, your therapist can help you with this. Yeah. So you have every right, and I would highly encourage you to, if this is something that you're experiencing, bring it up with your therapist. Just really like point blank, I don't know how to start. I have yeah. all of these things and I don't know where to begin. And being able to create a space there to empower you to really um, know that that's okay. Mm -hmm. Being a human is hard and there can be so many different things and your therapist will be able to help you identify maybe these themes so that when you're starting a session, it doesn't have to feel like, oh, I have this thing going on in this relationship or at work or at school or whatever the case may be. You can just maybe start by what is something that you want to focus on for today? Mm -hmm. And knowing that because you're an intricate, holistic being mm -hmm. that will mm -hmm. likely flow into other things and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And what an amazing and beautiful opportunity to practice receiving support, mm -hmm. to practice not having to figure everything out on your own and just narrating your experience so that you can be supported and seen in it. Uh, yes. In I think a lot of us, I'll, I'll certainly say for myself, um, can feel a pressure to have the answers. Like I should know where I want to start or I should know what I want to get out of this. Um, and so just in the act of sort of admitting through being transparent that I don't know where to start and that I'm not, you know, uh, like the, my, my perfectionist is screaming and I'm just like, you know, being honest about needing a little bit of uh, support and navigating I think is is a healing opportunity in and of itself. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Being able to hold that space and have that space held for you. Mm -hmm. And that leads me to thinking too about, um, while perhaps the things that are coming up for you may feel big or maybe they just feel like there are just a lot of them, mm -hmm. knowing that wherever you do choose to start, nothing is too big and nothing is too small. Mm -hmm. And that we don't have to qualify something as enough to talk about in therapy. Yeah. Um, and that the things that we talk about don't have to be, I'm going to use a very binary term, like good or bad. Mm -hmm. That all of it is you and all of it is an important part of your experience. Absolutely. And if it's important to you, then it's important to bring up. And I think mm -hmm. that, um, yeah, that's such an important point. So that was, you know... How, 
how to navigate if you aren't sure where to start or aren't sure what to focus on and you feel like you just have a lot. Um, those are excellent ideas uh, for how to sort of navigate that. Another um, common thing that we notice coming up is I hear a lot um, either I don't feel like I'm getting to the like quote unquote real issue. Uh, like we we often think of therapy as something um, deeply excavating, right? And I and I believe that it should be that um, when we're getting to the core and the root of things. So that's not an incorrect perception. Um, but at the same time, I think we can often fall into the idea of feeling like, am I just quote unquote just talking in my therapy sessions? Am I um, doing this like sort of weekly recap of like just what has happened since I saw you last? And I'm not sure that I'm really talking about the things that I quote unquote need or want to be talking about or um, if I do know what I want to be talking about, I'm not sure how to bring it up. Um, and so that's something else that I think can present. I certainly have had that experience um, as a client and I have navigated that experience as a therapist with some of my clients of just like, you know, what what do we want to do here? I think this is a, a pretty layered one. There's Absolutely. a lot here. Um, mm -hmm. So one aspect of this is that you maybe do have have something big uh, that you're holding and you're not sure how to bring it up. Yeah. Um, so that that is challenging in the sense that there really is no other way than to just bring it up and Absolutely. to give yourself permission to bring it forward. Um, this is another opportunity to navigate uh, collaboratively with your therapist and invite them into your experience. So, so often, um, I think a lot of this stuff can, can be, uh, resolved or, um, moved into a more productive space by inviting a therapist into your experience, letting yes. them know how you're feeling. Um, even just naming the, like, I don't know that I get what I thought I would get out of all of these sessions. I, I'm talking the whole time, but I'm not sure that I leave feeling like I know anything new um, about myself or about my experience. And so just naming those things to your therapist invites a conversation where you can, um, because I think honestly, sometimes, and Sammy, you're welcome to jump in here, but I think sometimes therapists are thinking, especially if I'm the kind of person that can carry a conversation as a client. So I'll just keep talking um, and sharing all of these things. And if it's quiet, I like fill the, <laughs> fill the quiet with my voice. Um, and so I have left sessions before thinking, well, I talked the whole time mm -hmm. and I'm not sure that I really got to what I wanted to get to. And I had a really good therapist who would be like, Kristen, are you sure this is what <laughs> you want to be focusing on right now? Um, and that was really helpful. And also I think a lot of well-meaning therapists are thinking if, if we're talking as the client, that that means that that's really important to us. If we're bringing it up, that yeah. that means that it's of importance. And th the therapist is not wanting to put their agenda on that. This should be deeper or about something else and Absolutely. so you're both sort of dancing around each other um in a way where we're not getting to maybe what um what you might really want to get to yeah. well and sometimes i think an added element that can make this maybe even a confusing process is that this has historically been helpful yeah. That whatever it is that you've been talking about has you've really gained a lot through it. Mm -hmm. And so it's okay if something that has been helpful for you is shifting into, you know what? I need a different 
level of support in terms of I need to like I've really talked through this. This is no longer something that's coming up for me or you know, I, I need to explore a different element or I need to deepen into this, whatever that is. And that absolutely you have that ability and right to bring that up with your therapist to identify um, not just the experience in terms of whatever it is, the topic, you know, that you're talking about, but that I, you know, whatever it is that we're talking about is not um, in the moment supporting you or is no longer supporting you. And that you can collaboratively really work together to create a space that is supportive. Mm -hmm. And this is such a great opportunity to practice self-advocacy, which is such a crucial element of um, just a healing journey and a a personal evolution of any kind. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And being able to, you know, narrate and and, um, say like that you're looking for more direction, Mm -hmm. right? And like, so maybe some language, if you're curious about what that could look like, might be something like, um, something like, I don't know what I need, but I, I feel like I'm not quite getting where I want to, right? That's one option or, or letting your therapist know, I don't know what my options are for therapy. I'm not sure what we could be doing other than talking. Would you mind reviewing with me some of the other ways we could do our work together so that I can see if any of them sound like they would be a better resource for me around what I'm working around right now? Definitely. Um, Well, because I think something that um, can be a challenge in this is maybe you know what is not working, but you don't know what will help make it work. And so it's like, oh, I don't know if I want to bring it up because what am I supposed to say? Mm -hmm. And I think it's like that. Yeah, say that. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Say, this doesn't feel like it's what I need. What are my options? And I know as a therapist, I am always super excited to have those conversations. Like I love to hear when people are like, "What what else can we be doing? And especially... For us here as a holistic practice, we have a huge bag of tricks of like yes. all kinds of things that we could be doing um, in therapy, you know, to uh, deepen the work. And I'm always really excited to, uh, you all know, I'm, I'm into the deep step anyway. So I'm always really excited for that invitation. And sometimes I think I'll say for myself as a therapist, I'm waiting for that invitation from the client to go a little bit deeper, that they're, they're feeling complete with the... Um, you know, sort of language, verbal processing, like Sammy was saying, to a certain point, it might feel really helpful to do that. So it's really great when a client feels empowered to let me know that they're ready uh, to dive into this in a different way. Yes. Well, and that makes me think of the importance, I think, of identifying um, therapists as experts Mm -hmm. and making the differentiation between like, as the client, you are the expert in you Mm -hmm. and also understanding that you are seeking the support from someone who is an expert in, in theories, in modalities and understanding all of these different things. And so while it, it may be that space of, for you to be able to advocate for yourself and bringing it up, like, Hey, What's happening right now isn't working, but as the therapist being the level of expertise holding that space for you, they are trained to hold that space and mm-hmm. be able to navigate moving forward. Okay, so this isn't working. Let's discuss, let's explore what could be more beneficial. And the, the first step to knowing that you need to make a change is knowing that something's not working. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's such a beautiful um, and important point, Sammy, about the, 
the, and what I really hear from that is the collaborative nature of yes. therapy. It's like the expert, you're the expert on yourself. Your provider is the expert in their mental health education and in the theories and the um, resources that they can provide you. And so when you really do come together and have transparent, open, and I think this is why, you know, the therapeutic relationship is such a defining factor in whether or not um, treatment is effective is because we have to feel comfortable collaborating, right? Moving Mm -hmm. toward each other with, hey, I'm not sure what to do with this. And I, as a therapist, often will say that as well. Like, I'm not sure which of these things would be helpful. What, you know, what do you think? And, you know, then we can talk through different options, but absolutely being able to you know, grab hold of, um, I think I need something different and then pass that baton over once you've voiced that to the therapist saying, what are the different things that I could do from here, right? And then it becomes, uh, let's get together. We know that you want something different. You're needing something different. Here are the options for something different. And now we're in this together and making a plan together. Yeah. Well, in the same vein there too, if your therapist brings something up that maybe you're not finding is supportive Mm -hmm. and they're taking it in a certain direction that you're not ready to go in or you don't feel like is where you need to be right then in that moment, um, knowing that you have the ability to, sh- to, to bring that up and that we can address that together in that collaborative way. Because I know there are some days for me that as, as a client, as just a human being in general, there are just certain things that I know, you know, I, I may be working on that I just don't want to talk about that day. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So just in a, a couple of, um, Final thoughts on the, if you feel like you want to be going deeper or you feel like you're not getting at the quote unquote real issue, um, some thoughts that I have that you could share with your therapist are um, asking about identifying themes or patterns that will usually take you to a deeper place. Um, The topic of your early life experiences, any potential impact that those experiences are having on the present. So sometimes doing a little bit of history um, with, you know, just what you're, even if you don't think there's anything of value there uh, or anything of particularly noteworthy, sometimes your therapist in listening will hear some things that you, just because you're so used to it um, and you lived it, Mm -hmm. maybe wouldn't pick up um, as relevant to or or reminiscent of something that's also happening in your current life experiences. And so those are some certain themes that you could um, go to your therapist with if you're looking to go a little bit deeper. Absolutely. I think those are such beautiful ways of being able to present the concern or just the thought process that you're having and be able to collaborate with your therapist in, you know, the best way of moving forward, like you said. Absolutely. Yes. Definitely. So another one that we get a lot is like, I don't want to get into it today. Like, so what happens when you have a therapy session scheduled of their weekly, right? Like they're scheduled in advance and you wake up that day and you, you like, you're feeling good and you don't really have anything in particular, either that you want to talk about or that's particularly pressing, or you just like feel good and you don't want to get into anything that's going to make you feel shitty, which mm-hmm. has totally happened to me before. <laughs> oh like, I'm like, Oh, I don't want to do this today. <laughs> um, so I think, you know, just normalizing that that's always your choice. First of all, right? Like you, uh, you know, you are more than welcome to come to therapy with things that feel good. We would love to hear that. Um, and even just naming like, Oh, I've got, you know, I, I don't feel like I want to get into the heavy stuff today, or I don't feel like I, um, 
am in the space for that right now, or I've got X, Y, or Z going on after this. And I just, mm-hmm. I need, you know, to be in, in the space that I'm in. And I'm not sure that going into deeper places would be, you know, um, beneficial to me today or in this particular session. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, and knowing that that is okay, mm-hmm. normalizing that sometimes it may be an invitation to know that doesn't mean that you have to go into it, but that sometimes those are actually really great opportunities to explore the things that are coming up. Absolutely. And again, practicing choice and empowerment of you can know that. I know I've done this. You can know that and still be like, nope. no. <laughs> Yes, I know this would be a great time to go through this. And also, you know, you're a human. And like Kristen was saying, maybe you feel like you're in that place, but you're also like, I have to go do X, Y, and Z after this. And I don't want to be in an emotionally heightened space for that, or it's not appropriate, or whatever the case may be. Honoring that and and, and naming that, validating that is, is... is part of the work. Yeah, absolutely. And that's like, it demonstrates your self-awareness, right? It's practicing, Mm -hmm. noticing your needs and meeting them to the best of your ability. So that's excellent work. You're like (laughs) doing all the therapy things when you do that. And I agree, um, Sammy, I think it's important to know you're right. It is also potentially an invitation. So while absolutely you can like know something's good for you and still not choose it, I do it all the time. Um, And also... Knowing, I think sometimes we can feel like, oh, I don't have anything to talk about. Does that mean that I am done? Or does that mean um, that I don't need to have my session today or something like that? And and I want to just offer that a lot of times we come to therapy initially because something has sort of, there's some kind of catalyst, right? That just like, it really pushes us uh, into the place where our discomfort has gone past a certain point and we're ready to seek support. So usually Mm -hmm. there is something heightened. uh, And when that immediacy of the problem feeling overwhelming um, sort of stabilizes a little bit, it can feel like, okay, what are we doing now? And I want to offer that that can be a really great time because we do want to regulate our emotions and stabilize our symptoms before we're like diving, you know, deep, or we might not just be in the presence of mind to dive deep into what, uh, you know, the core contributing factors or underlying themes might be. And when you are in that place of feeling a little bit better, um, it can be a really nice opportunity to move into some of those deeper themes if that's something that is desired. Absolutely. Well, I think everything, I was just kind of like running through everything that we've talked about today in my mind and thinking about how this is so applicable in that therapeutic relationship and that allowing yourself to be held in this container and to show up for yourself in this container can create such a great example of this is something that you can do outside of therapy as well in your own personal, professional um, relationships or experiences, whatever that is. And that even if you maybe don't resonate with all of the different things that we talked about, um, that we can take little pieces of these experiences and know that those can be applied to your own experience. Totally. Absolutely. Yes. Mm. And I think there's one last one. I know we're like, we're edging to the (laughs) close to the time that we were allotting for this. Uh, so we might have a little bit like longer of a session than we were thinking, but I really do think we should include this one as I think it's really important. And that is a, um, what comes up when we are asking specifically, what should I do about a certain instance in my life? You know, so 
coming to your therapist and saying, what do you think I should do? Um, or did I do the right thing or, um, anything to that sort of, with that sort of vibe to it. Especially when it's something like more like explicit yes or no, kind of like, did I do the right thing or what should I do? Right. Where there's a very specific answer to that. Mm -hmm. And I always, as as a therapist, I think, first of all, from the client perspective, I totally get that. Oh, totally. I don't know the answer and I would love for you to give me the answer, (laughs) right? Um, And then from the therapist perspective, though, it really opens up a great opportunity to explore what the... um, what empowerment and like really self-understanding represents for you mm-hmm. in that and mm-hmm. perhaps an answer isn't something that you have to find in mm-hmm. that moment or perhaps there's not like a specific answer to that inquiry whatever it may be mm-hmm. and I always think of myself um as the therapist in that scenario and I think it's funny because Sammy and I have both been client and therapist so we're <laughs> talking from both perspectives but from the therapist perspective when a client asks me directly, what should I do? Or did, do you think I did the right thing? Um, I, I always reflect on my role in that scenario as a guide to self-understanding and self-awareness. So it's really, to me, about um, helping the client understand how they're making the decisions that they're making, what unconscious contributing factors might be at play. Are there um, unhealthy themes from childhood or from trauma that are presenting in this decision-making process? And that's our role as the, as the therapist, I feel, um, or at least that's how I you know, feel for myself, is that it's really about helping empower the client to understand what is at play in that decision-making process, what are the factors that are influencing their, um, even the lack of clarity around what should I do here, what, why might that be arising, and really increasing uh, insight development and self-awareness to the point where the client feels like they really know what is right for them because we're discussing all of the, the different contributing factors for them around this presenting choice. So I never answer specifically like, uh, do this or do that. Um, but it's more like, well, and I also, I think it's super annoying if it's like, well, why are you asking me? Like, I know why you're asking me. Uh, I would totally ask me too. And also the more beneficial thing for everyone is for you to really understand what factors are at play and what's, um, influencing the decision-making process. Well, and this is making me think of something that we touched on earlier. Mm -hmm. Perhaps you're frustrated because you keep asking your client, or excuse me, your therapist. As a client, you're asking your therapist these questions and they're not giving you a straight answer. Yeah, yeah. And and that if that's something that's happening, this might be one of those things that feels like this is not working. Uh And that this is still, even after listening to this, an important thing to bring up with your therapist because you can navigate understanding maybe why they are responding in the way that they are specifically as it... Um, relates to the way that you're presenting and, and the different things that you're working on because I think that gives the opportunity to really explore at such a deeper level like you were just identifying like your own self-understanding um, introspection and how you can gain that insight through that experience through that discussion to be able to understand why you're asking the question 
externally and maybe how we can start answering the question internally. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's not a question. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's not a specific answer to these things. Right. I think as a human, that's the case a lot of times. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. we wish there was a straight answer, right. but there isn't a straight answer. Exactly. But that's also part of why it's so important to do that work of like mm-hmm. self-understanding. And, and I really believe that self-awareness is the key to quality of life because yes. when you know who you are, what you need, what's happening for you, what's contributing to the different things that are presenting for you, whether they're, you know, in your, in your experience positive or in your experience, not so good, um, that you understand what the, what's happening for you and, and in you, it allows you to navigate things in an empowered way. And that's really the role of therapy. I think definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I always like describe self-awareness as the filter through which you're experiencing all of Mm -hmm. your life, Mm -hmm. everything that's around you. And when we have a deepened understanding of what that is, what it looks like, we can then understand how to advocate for our needs, which this is really encompassing. I mean, self-awareness has to do with everything that we've talked about today and that exploring these things just continues to help. Even just you listening to this episode today, whether you were intentionally doing it or not, you're applying, (laughs) you're really understanding how these different themes are impacting you. Mm -hmm. And that helps to increase your own self-awareness. Absolutely. And we applaud you taking the time yes. to do that. Oh, and, we're, <laughs> and we're sorry we went a little bit over what we planned, but I think it was all good stuff. Um, yes. I really enjoyed this today. Yes, <laughs> and we hope you got value from it. And we'll, uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much. <laughs>